This is season one, episode two of the Ebony Mashup. Loving yourself is not selfish. Self love. Self love. <laughs> that's the wrong sound, right? Yeah, that's the wrong sound. <laughs> what kind of sound effect do you need with it? Self love. Or like, what is it like? Not, um. Anyway, I'm LaShonda. How y'all doing? And I'm Mike J. <laughs> I thought you was going to start using your other name. I do. I have lots of nicknames, you guys. And so, what a lot of people know me as is Harmony Lenora, you know? I like that one. And then my military people know me as Miss Lucy or Lucy, you know, like Lucille Ball. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna stick with Shonda for right now. We might vote on a nickname later on in the show, you know? Cause they might want to give me a new one. Okay. What's wrong with that? They would just call you the one that you already got. I don't care. It's always good to keep reinventing yourself. It's all about self-love. And in loving yourself, if you feel like, you know what I'm saying, you need to reinvent yourself, then you can do that. Well, then go ahead and reinvent yourself. Now. Okay. So I'm Shonda for right now. How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anyway, I told you guys we're going to start off each week with a quote. And the quote that I have for everybody this week is, falling in love with yourself first doesn't make you vain or selfish it makes you indestructible mm -hmm. yeah and it was an it was anonymous i can't tell you who wrote it but for me you know like we talked about and i mentioned maybe last week i don't know it doesn't matter but it's okay to love yourself it's not a selfish act at all yes um but in loving yourself there's five things that i need you to do <laughs> in order to help get towards that have you had but, trouble loving yourself? Yes. And you, I think it was, I say I think it was, I know it was you that helped me to come, mm. come around <laughs> and just be like, how can you love, how can you love someone else mm -hmm. more than you love yourself? Yeah, that was weird for me. That really was. Like, realizing, like, he would be like, I don't know how, I don't know if I love myself, but I know he'd be like, I take a bullet for you, I do whatever, but it was hard for me to hear, like, I love you more than I love myself. I was like, how? How, Sway? <laughs> I, I didn't you. get it, but then it took for me, it took for me to get on whatever this journey I'm on right now and to start isolating. I started isolating myself and learning more about me outside of what people wanted me to be. And then that's when I started to understand you a little bit more. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, the five things I got for people to quit so that they can help get to those things, I think you can agree with. You mm -hmm. can let me know if it's some or all. Because okay. I didn't share. Y'all didn't share any of them with them ahead of time. So, the five things to do right now to help you get more towards that self-love and walking in your own shoes is, number one, stop trying to please everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I told you that. Yeah, you guys. He told me that for the longest. Well, no, no, time. no, no. Not trying to stop. Not pleasing everybody, but stop worrying what everybody was say, thinking or saying about about her. Yeah, but it, I think we're conditioned for that. Like, not just me, 
It's just something I was kind of, it was conditioned, it was in me. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah, stop trying to please everyone. And it's hard to break that and yeah. get into. So number two, stop fearing change. Okay? That's a big one. Stop fearing change. We learned how, that was something we kind of learned early because when you were in the military, yeah. you- It's going to change constantly. How often do we move? Every two years? For 10 years or something like that? Well, what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Every it averages <laughs> average out to every two years. For about 10 to years. And so in that, it's not the greatest, it wasn't the greatest nah. for our family. But now, if, even though we hate packing, mm-hmm. if it's like, oh, we off to the next spot. Mm-hmm. Everybody be like, they'll be sad at first, but mm-hmm. then everybody be like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this last one. It's like another adventure. Everybody had tears on our move, I think, from Georgia back to Illinois. I mean, who wants to come back to snow? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then we came back this past, what was it, in 20-whatever, 18? Are we in 19 now? I don't know. Yeah, we're in 19 I lose now. track of time, y'all. But we had a polar vortex in 2018. Yeah. And we had just left from, like, tropical. (laughs) It was hot. It was hot. But it was Georgia, and it was, like, nice. So that I feared that change. And being from, you know, from the Chicagoland area and coming back here, I feared that change. I feared going back. So for me... I feared coming back to my hometown. It was like a change of like, oh my God. But then it changed to how can I help make a change in some kind of way? But did you feel fear go leaving? What do you mean? Leaving Illinois when we went to Georgia. Hell no. <laughs> I was like, deuces, let's go. Like I was ready because that was around the time when in Illinois, they were like the school budget or something like the public oh, yeah. school system was going. Well, they didn't know they was gonna have school or not. Yeah, it was going through something. Yeah, but so, we wasn't. But we wasn't even planning on leaving. We was planning on moving to Missouri. Oh yeah, we were in Southern Illinois. I don't know. I'm not sure, but it leads me to my next point. Number three, stop living in the past. That was hard for me. Because going from number two, fearing change, Mm -hmm. and then coming back to your hometown with your husband (laughs) and three children and, you know, family drama and all that, it's kind of hard not to. I mean, when I first got here, I did get in the rut of living in the past. But then I got to the point where I was like, I'm grown. So (laughs) it's there's really, you know, most of it was family drama. I don't know. But how are you living in the past? Because I would come back here and I would allow myself to get into that same kind of cantankerous, just messy. So they just suck you in when you came back. Like, <laughs> literally, it's like, it's like, it's draining. You know what I mean? It's like something off of Men in Black. That's one of my favorite movies, by the way. It's, it's so many great things that happen to Men in Black. But it's just like, it reminds me when I come back here. I love it, but it's like it's an energy trainer. And that makes it hard. And so I had so to re- reprogram my mind. Like, I can't live in the past. Let me bring something new to the situation. Because I usually, 
I go to work mm-hmm. and home. Mm-hmm. That's it. But well, I ain't gonna say I work at home. I go to work and then out of Elgin. Yeah, we're in um, Elgin, Illinois, by the way, because this is gonna go, you know, far and distant outside of here. So look it up on the map. There's a lot of things, a lot of historic things that have happened here in Elgin, Illinois. As much as I talk shit about it, I'm from here. Graduated from Elgin High School. Born and raised. Not me, her. Yeah, born and (laughs) raised. You know what I'm saying? But it's older than Chicago. You know, I didn't even realize that. But there's so much history. And my favorite part is that we have history with the Underground Railroad here, and it's it's rich. So check it out. Look it up. And there's some great things happening in the arts right now here also. One thing I can tell you, what? not just about Elgin, but... It's some good Mexican food. This whole area, <laughs> man. I already knew you were going to say that. Bro. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Everything. We live in Streamwood. Shout out to Streamwood. But this is the most authentic Mexican food I've ever had in my life. Everywhere you go, that's the problem. That's not the problem. That's the good thing. Bay, listen, 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 listen. What was your favorite dish when you came here? My favorite. Yeah, tell them about the first time we came here. Cause your idea of Mexican food was them little short burritos. Oh yeah, we went to the uh, Tex-Mex. La Tremenda. It's, it's gone now. Gone. Oh my gosh. On Bluff City Boulevard. R.I.P. That's the biggest burrito I ever seen in my life. Yeah. Ginormous. I couldn't even eat the whole thing. You never had cilantro before you got with me? Nope. You know what I mean? I put him on to cilantro Mexican food. He put me on the Scarface. Don't laugh at me, y'all. Scarface. Boys in the Hood. What other movie you Minister Society. Come on, I don't know. South Central. I don't think she even paid attention to South. She, uh, I need to watch that. I don't again. know. Yeah, I don't think you really paid attention. I don't even know if I've seen. Like, can we watch? Do you have access to South Central? Uh, yeah. He watches all these things. I wasn't allowed to watch this stuff. You know, I wasn't. But you can watch black exploitation films. Well, yeah. that's only because of O. <laughs> yeah, you know, I grew up watching the black exploitation films. You know, uh, Cornbread Earl. Cornbread Earl to me. me. And me, it happens to be my favorite. Check it out, you know. With a young Larry Fishburne. Was he Larry then? Yeah, he was Larry then. Okay. Larry. Larry. (laughs) Is it Larry? (laughs) Larry. Anyway, that brings me to my next point. Because, y'all, we got five today. (laughs) Stop putting yourself down. We're talking about self-love. It brought me to, I always put myself down. Even in little situations. But I want to tell y'all how that adds up. Over time, it becomes conditioned in our in our mm-hmm. minds. Even with little bitty things. Like we were just talking about the movies right there. Yes, I never seen them or I never did those things. But then I would put myself down about the fact that I wasn't allowed to watch those things. And it, I mean, but I get it. Yeah. But it was still fun. It was fun. Making fun of you. I know. I know. <laughs> That's you know when 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 you when you are in the state of elevation, you you think that you can tease me more. You know what I mean. And I don't think you know. I do not tease you. Huh? I do not tease you. I mean, at all. there's nothing wrong with a little tease, you know. 
a little. It ain't nothing wrong. We can't go there because you know <sighs> I've boycotted Roberto. Roberto is his name. Roberto Kells. Oh, I've boycotted Arch. him at this point. You know what I'm saying? But there's nothing wrong with a little tease when but, you marry him. Okay. And and Read number five, and then we're going to talk about R. Kelly. <laughs> oh, my God. I really don't want to talk about Robert. But number five. Yeah, he's he's no longer R. Kelly. He's Robert Kelly. He's now. Robert. Stop overthinking. The number five tip to self-love and loving yourself. And these are my, I mean, these are ones I've actually put into practice. And is this- to stop overthinking everything. Okay? And so. Yeah, I do that a lot. I do it a, a lot. whole we, lot. <laughs> we do it in different ways. Yeah. You get in you get in your head and then you shut down. I get in my head and I start creating stories for everything. I'm a storyteller. I'm a writer. So in with one story, I will create several different outcomes and they all are active and in play <laughs> at the same damn time. Yeah, you can just we might see two people out and say like they kiss and get in the separate cars. She automatically go into their cheating. Oh, well, listen, 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 <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Not that, but I'll tell a whole story if I see a lady. Like we saw, we saw a lady when we watched the car the other day. She was standing there with her child and a son. I immediately came up with a story. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. my overthinking becomes miniseries, you know? Yeah. In my head, it's like all this great music comes on and I can see it, woman with child on the side of the road. You know what I mean? And then it's like her husband left her. You know what I'm saying? And and the fact that she was standing there and, you know, they got the whole immigration thing. My mind shouldn't have went there, but it did. My mind was like her husband was deported. We need to figure out a way to get some change to help her. Let's go bring her some food back. But then, Make sure she knows her ice rights. But then like <laughs> 10 seconds later, she'd be like, it's probably all fake. Her husband probably at work and she's just doing this to get extra money. And it's a conspiracy <laughs> theory and they really make bank because what you guys don't know is that we were homeless as veterans when we first got out the military. I was yeah. pregnant. We had two toddlers at that time. But we met some people who was hardcore swindlers. I'm talking about downtown Chicago. You think they bums? We saw this man. We saw him. He was a few blocks over, you know, begging for money. Mm-hmm. I said begging. He was asking for money. And then we she went. That little cup. I ain't even got no change with no cup. And like later on, even we was getting ready to go back to the train station. We, we went to McDonald's to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. We was coming out of McDonald's. This man was getting into a Mercedes, driving away. Taking off his jacket, folding up his little thing. And I was like, what is really happening? I'm glad I ain't giving him no money. I am too. I am too. But then that's made me skeptical, you know? Yeah. That's really made me... Uh, because when we were homeless, I wasn't out there. Do I wasn't... Not, I'm not knocking anybody that's done it. But what I did was... I wanted to get out of that situation. We wanted to get out of that situation. I still got up. I got dressed every day. And so what we did on the reverse, we we started volunteering at a food bank. Because first of all, I wanted my kids not to be on the other end of that table. 
What I wanted was for my kids to have an abundance of food. My favorite mantra in life is I deserve the best that life has to offer. Even in that state of homelessness, I said that I didn't want my kids to be served. So we became the servers. And as becoming the servers, they got as much food as they wanted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I don't think they ever, we just when we just told them that we were homeless for a couple years. No, they thought the one time we were just, we was camping in the car. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. But, you know, that all taught us and going back when we're doing like, you talked about the overthinking and the self-love and all of that, those times, those memories are what helped me love myself more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And being like, hey, you made it from this <laughs> to this to this. And like we talked about in episode one, if you didn't hear it, go back and listen to it. Always keep moving forward, forward always. You know what I mean? You you keep going and you keep um, loving yourself. You know what I mean? Do you? Yeah. I hope you do. I hope y'all listening know what I mean. Because it's okay to love yourself. It's not selfish. It's not selfish. It's not. Um, That's what we said. What was it? Was it last night or the night before? Mm-hmm. It's actually, it is kind of selfish if you don't love yourself. Because mm-hmm. you're actually, you're not being able to give, I believe, your full amount of love to anybody else if you don't love yourself. Mm. But what if you got somebody else telling you how to love? Because I think we, we talked about R. Kelly for a minute or about Robert, those those young ladies that, that we see on the TV and that we, we know. Now they want to show. Now they want to show. Now they want to be famous. <sighs> the only way for me, that I think they're going to be famous is if they do a tell-all. Because I'm watching. I swear I'm watching <laughs> with popcorn and wine. You know? If I was Mona Scott, I wouldn't touch it. <laughs> Mona Scott is not. But I wonder about their self-love. I wonder what will make a young lady uh, do with that. But not even that. Let's talk about the realness. What about R. Kelly's self-love? He has no self-love. Nah, he can't. (laughs) A lot of times we have to go deeper. And we're going to go deeper in that in our next episode. That'll be for next week. But I want to go deeper into... What what are those things? What what's off? What was off to him where he didn't love himself enough? Or we know that there was abuse, or we know that there were things. Yeah. But as, as black people and people of co- color, we push a lot of stuff under the rug instead of mm-hmm. healing from it. Especially men. What do you mean? You think men. men more so than women? Yeah. For real? Is every all men? I'm not saying. I'm just generalizing here. Majority of men, I say it that way. Okay. Like, they have to have this, like, macho mm. uh, appearance, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. Okay, I can see that. So you, like, you see, now, you, now you're starting to hear about more and more men come, coming out saying they were yeah. molested when they were little. It's, it's, it's serious now. And I think... Also, it's become more more easy. Does that make more easier? It's easier. <laughs> it's become easier 
because of, I don't know if it's a movement, but there's more acceptance to the LGBTQ plus community because I don't want to miss nobody. So I think that that's allowed people to be more comfortable. And so in that, I just think everybody just be who you want to be, you know, mm-hmm. realize that you are amazing and love yourself. And to them young ladies, look in the mirror and realize that you're beautiful. If y'all hear me, I don't know, little R. Kelly lady girls. Yeah. I, I need to figure out who they are outside of him and give them an identity because I don't I don't have an identity. I mean, they the R. Kelly no, girls. You know what I mean? But <laughs> listen, young ladies, you guys are beautiful too. But this is for everybody. Like I always <laughs> say, there is no loser in life. Mm. Because you won at something. I already know what you're about to say. You were the first sperm to the egg, so you won. Yes. And then on that note, we really thank you for joining us. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your auntie, your cousin, tell your haters. Because, you know, they can come on here and listen to and have a good conversation. That's what we really want to bring to y'all. We just want to bring... Good conversation, love, uplifting, empowering, a little bit of silliness, and all of that. A whole lot of silliness. A whole lot of silliness. But most of all, real, authentic black love, because I love this man sitting across from me. He and is I love king. her. Yes. All right, on that note, peace and blessings, everybody. See you next time. <laughs>